Hi, Jen. Hi. How are you? <laughs> I am so good. Yeah, so excited to be back in the studio. Me too. Yay. So we, we're going to have a good one today with Scott Carlson. Oh, I know. So great to talk to a manager since that's such a tough thing for so many of us actors, I know. Actors, we right? all wonder what exactly a manager is. Yeah, and how do you get one? And I feel like Scott's really going to... Scott's He's going to let us know. I know. I can't he's, wait. He's like the surfer, cool, amazing manager. For sure. So um, anything interesting that you've been up to lately, oh. LA-wise? Oh, you know what? Guess what I get to do this weekend? I'm so excited. Mm. I'm going to Two Bunch Palms <gasps> in Palm Springs. Oh, I know. It's so... I feel like... I mean, it's not classic LA, but it's like classic but SoCal. It is. Yeah. Right? And... Um, do you know that uh, they say that, uh, oh God, what is his name? Um, you know, gangster in the 30s, Al Capone. That was like where he used to hang out and that there are in the hot tubs, the, you know, like natural hot springs, there are bullet holes. What? Because Al Capone, yeah, that's where I'm going. I'll t- oh I'm going to tell gosh. you, I'm going to look for the bullet holes and I'm going to let you know if, if in fact there are Al Capone. Bullet uh, holes at Two Bunch Palms. Please do. That's amazing. <laughs> I'm going to the desert. <laughs> to look at some bullet holes. <laughs> so you were born in L.A., is that right? Correct. In what part of the city did you grow up? North Hollywood. And what was your first job in Los Angeles, industry or otherwise? Parking cars at Chasen's when I worked, or when I was in high school. <laughs> If you had to sum up L.A. in one word, what word would that be? Traffic. Ah, uh, yeah. You haven't heard that Nobody one yet. said that yet, and that is so apropos, isn't it? Oh, my God. God. Yes. Traffic! so much yes, for doing this. You. We're talking to Scott Carlson. My We're pleasure. so thrilled. Very excited. Um, manager, producer, talent manager, producer, and um, we're really happy to happy be doing to be this. Here. Thank you. <laughs> so just kind of starting uh, at the beginning of your at least talent managing career, mm-hmm. you started out as a music manager, right? Before Correct. you were managing actors. Yes. So I'd love to just know a little about like what that was like and then the transition and what made you make the transition, like how that happened. Well, it was, um, it was funny. I had people that were coming to me that uh, were asking for me to manage them and they were theatrical artists and I would say, well, I, I'm a music manager. Right. And I remember one guy just was so persistent and I didn't know who he was. He was this guy from Chicago that... Uh, Oprah Winfrey had done a story on him. He was from a place called Cabrini Green, which was a you know, terrible place at the time. And um, so after about the third or fourth time he contacted me, it was like, why? I do bands and, and music <laughs> producers. Why do you want to meet with me? He says, well, do you know who you know? I said, well, what do you mean? This guy knew who all my friends were, and a lot of my friends were people in the theatrical world. Interesting. Uh, wow. And I said, well, I don't know how you know that I'm friends with him, but yes. And I said, okay, come meet with me, and he met with me. And again, he was very persistent. I said, okay, I will manage you, 
And then you can fire me in a month or two. <laughs> absolutely nothing for you. So, and then I got a call from another friend of mine that was the in the industry. She was like a talent producer. And, uh, you know, we'd get talent for these reality shows and whatnot. So would you meet with so-and-so? And I went, um, I don't manage theatrical artists. <laughs> and after about the third time she called me, I said, all right, I'll meet with him if that will do you a favor. Do you need me to do you the favor meet with right. him? Right, interesting. And she said, would you mind? I said, fine, I'll do it for you, but there's no way I'm going to manage this person. I met the person, was taken by him, and I said, okay. And he also had a, a, a budding musical career. And I said, okay, I'll do it. And I managed him, and I've managed him for years. Wow. And then that kind of opened the door, the floodgate, so to speak. And then I would have other people that were actors but either wanted to dabble in the music world or whatever. And then it just kind of snowballed from there. And now 95% of my business is, you know, theatrical. Actors. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's so interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. And it's funny, just the other day, I got a call from um, uh, Elliot Easton from The Cars. Oh, yeah. And uh, he said, uh, you know, uh, I've got this band called The Empty Hearts. And it's, it's four guys from very successful bands. In fact, I go around now saying two of the band members are from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Or in, or in their Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So I said to him... Why do you want me to manage you? I basically do <laughs> actors <laughs> and writers and directors. Oh, my God. And an old client uh, had referred me to him. So I actually brought a guy on board, and we are going to start doing more musical acts. So yeah. I do manage the empty hearts now. Um, so it's, I guess things come full circle, don't they? Yeah, they do. Yeah. They do. And what I what I wonder about, like, hearing that story is... Do you think now with like the perspective of some years, you know, since that happened, like, can you kind of do all of it? You know, is it like, why not, you know, or do you think it's just, I mean, something I love about you, Scott, actually, I'll say before you answer that is Scott is, Scott's very good friends with my husband. And um, my husband often says of you too, like, you make your own rules, you know, you, well, you have to, yeah, that's, but you really do. And I think so many of us are like, what's the rule? Yeah. I want to follow whatever the that's rule. That's what Shep Gordon will tell you. I mean, Shep Gordon is one of the most successful music managers. Yeah. Make, he's an ideas guy. He just makes his own. Yeah. You, you, he doesn't play. Yeah. You, you've got to be outside of the box. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's, I, I like making my own rules <laughs> because it seems to work better for mm-hmm. me, you know? Um, that's how I ended up in Qatar. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. I uh, I produced a TV series over there that we hired Jen's husband mm-hmm. to consult on, mm-hmm. and um, it had never been. There was no infrastructure there in the, for the industry. We brought everything in, and I was basically hired because I was a manager of Eric Roberts, the talent there. And the producers that they had hired at the time uh, had no idea what they were doing and instead were thieves and ended up, from what I've been told and learned, uh, stole a bunch of money. 
Oh, wow. I went in and said, let's do it. And I showed him a way to do it. And I said, don't give me or anyone all the money. You disperse the money and let's go. And we create, we, we, we made an amazing series. Yeah. So it worked. Do you feel like maybe that first actor that kept knocking at your door, that maybe one of the reasons you kind of liked him is because he broke the rules too? Um, no, the reason why I liked him, um, this is a guy, I'm, I'm not going to mention his name at all, and <laughs> people want to look up, I'm sure they can figure it out. Go um, right now and find out. <laughs> and, um, a lot of people thought he was a pain in the ass. A lot of people thought uh, he was crazy. And I kind of thought the same. When I sat down with him and met him, he was a great, still is, he was a great guy. Mm-hmm. And I just went, I said, I won't be able to do anything with you probably for about 18 months. Because the perception of you right now is this. Mm-hmm. And we have to kind of shed that perception. Mm. And it was almost 18 months before I got him a, a decent role in a, in, a, in a feature. And... um I mean, nowadays, I would probably do things with him. You know, uh, you can, you can, as my mom used to say, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, but it's artists that are successful year after year after year, and they may have dry spells and then come back. And um, the real talented ones and the ones that have, I mean, I think a lot of people actually have a gift they're going to end up okay. Mm-hmm. And it's people like me that try to figure out what to do, build the bridges from the peaks mm-hmm. so that when they're in the valleys, they're able to survive until the next peak starts happening again. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Yeah, me too. Can you, I mean, what exactly, because I think, I think so many actors, you know, you come here and you kind of don't know what it's going to be like. You don't really realize there are these peaks and valleys, so to speak. Right, you think you're going to get on you a think, TV show? Yeah. That's well, going to be. You know, you have, or you have these rules about. Well, you get people. Yeah. You get people that move here, and I'm coming for pilot season, and I want to book a pilot. <laughs> right. Well, get in line. The line's really long. Um, when I first got into you know, managing actors, there was this actress that you know I had met and wanted me to manage her, and I kind of sat down. She said, well, I need to have something major booked within three months. I said, well, good luck. <laughs> and I said, and if you don't, then what? Well, then I've got to move on. So, well, then move on now. You know? Yeah, yeah. There are no guarantees. And if, if this is your calling, if this is your passion, and you're really serious about it, and you work at it, and you network at it, I think you'll get your opportunity. I think yeah. most people get the opportunity yeah. to fail or succeed. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, it's, um, I tell people that I can, I will eventually get you in the door. Yeah. What happens after that's up to you. Yeah. Right. So I, I, uh, was lucky enough to get to work for Scott for a little while and I'll never forget being in a meeting with you years ago with a new client. It was Danny actually. Danny Teeger? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, we just did oh, no, Okay. Um, it's, it's a compliment, so we can say again. it. Oh, well, I love no, no, Danny. Go, well, go love ahead. him. Sure, okay. Go ahead. But I'll never forget, we're sitting there, and I'm just kind of watching and learning from how you conduct this meeting, because I, you know, didn't, didn't know much back then about 
how to sit in the manager meeting and like, mm-hmm. you know, witness. And he was very young and very green. Oh. So this wasn't like a kind of smooth thing on his part. But but you asked him why he did what he does or why what, what brought him to music or what brought him to acting because he does right. both. And I remember he said in a very incredibly honest way, mm-hmm. he said, I, I just have to. Yes. And I remember there was like a pause and you went, that's the right answer. Wow. And I was like, wow, it just seemed so cool. And I, but, but the thing you said about the girl that said, I have to do it in three months or I'm out of here. That's the bullshit answer, right? right? Like the, yeah. the, the Danny of like, I will be here till I die because I have to do this is, is that's like, that's the real artist. Mm-hmm. I think that's the well, real but professional. Here, here's the thing. So Danny got married. Danny was originally from oh the God. East coast. I remember Danny's at 18 years old. <laughs> and yeah. and yeah. his wife didn't really care. Because of his wife, they moved back east. Yeah. Right? And yes, you can manage people from anywhere, but yeah, when they're back right. east. So yeah. it's not that we parted ways. It's like, Danny, good luck. And yeah, you know, yeah. you got someone else to work for him. And Danny is such an amazing actor, songwriter, yeah. writer, uh, person yeah. that has a gift working with kids. Kid stuff is his forte. Wow. So, um, you know, and it's, we didn't not talk for any reason, but, you know, life goes on and everyone's busy doing Mm -hmm. this stuff. So I um, am currently working with um, someone from the Middle East that is um, looking for animated projects for children. And one of my first calls was Danny. Mm. And Danny has provided in spades. And the people love what Danny is giving us. So Danny was like, he just, I can't believe you like, you know, thought of me. How could you not think of some, this is what he does. Yeah. And and true artists and actors, and which are also artists, when you ask them, why do you do what you do? Or even better, what's your fallback? Mm-hmm. This is what I do. I don't have a fallback yeah. plan. Yeah. Why do I have? Do you ask a doctor what the fallback plan <laughs> right, is? Right. You know. Yeah. Right. This is what mm-hmm. I do, and I'm going to make a living at it, and yeah. hopefully a good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, is there something that you? So, is that one of the things that you enjoy about actors and musicians? Like, what? What is it about them that you enjoy working with? I. I usually like to be around them because they are, most of the girls, they light up a room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They demand attention. <laughs> yeah. Most of the time good, sometimes <laughs> not so good. And, um, I have a few that, um, you know, they may have some issues end up on my <laughs> roster at times. And I think that's because, and I think I'm, I'm good with them or enjoy working with them because I worked with some bands, some pretty crazy people. Oh, so you've seen you've seen everything. If you can manage some of these crazy bands and 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 survive, actors are a piece of cake. That's <laughs> funny. I never thought about oh, that. Of my course. Gosh, you know, and someone goes, "How do you deal with so and so?" I go, it's, it's, "You're like, it's I had to deal with park. somebody That's throwing a TV out the window of a hotel." I dealt with an artist that was on a tour and he went the from in between two gigs, he went through his hometown. And I got a call from the tour manager saying, we can't, you know where so-and-so is? 
I said, well, he's supposed to be with you. No, he stopped to see so-and-so, but he said he'll meet us at the gig up in Chicago, which was about a few hundred miles away. I said, well, go do your thing. Get up there, set up, and I'll find him, see what's going on. I, f I found him. He said, oh, I'm with so-and-so, and, -so, and uh, we stopped to pick up some more merch. I'm on my way. The band had gone and set up, sound checked, ready to go, and he was still in his hometown doing things he probably shouldn't be doing. <laughs> Uh -oh. <laughs> Never showed up at the gig. What? I had a God. promoter yelling and screaming at me, and of course, oh we didn't God. get paid. But that's the kind, you know, and the band is like, you know, and so, yeah, I mean, and that's just one of many, many stories. So, so actors, you're dealing with one person, and yeah, some people can, can be difficult, but, you know, the good ones are there to, to do a great job and to interpret, you know, the character as they see fit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, uh, someone told me once that, you know, when you're negotiating a, a contract for an actor, you're not so much negotiating the fee for them to do the job that you see on screen as that you're negotiating the fee that they're going to be paid to go promote the project. Because oh. they probably spend a lot more time promoting the project than actually shooting it. Wow, that's interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so can you talk a little bit about that then the whole idea of, because we had, we were just talking with somebody yesterday about, about one of the jobs of the actor is having to go out and do this promotion, having to be in this world and be, I, th I would say, this is probably not the right word, but loud in this world you know you have to be very visible in this world mm -hmm. and I don't think um <coughs> you know I certainly have trouble being in that kind of mm -hmm. in that kind of way that part of LA is always sort of tricky for me that's that of, part of the business, the business. Well, that, yeah, it's, yeah. that's not LA that's yeah, all that's, you may you know you may go shoot a movie in New Orleans and you may be there for two weeks doing it and then they go away and finish it up and post and you may be spend three, four, five months promoting interviews, flying yeah. all around, going to premieres. I mean that, and you have to be smiley and positive <laughs> yeah. all the time, <laughs> no matter what's going on. Yeah, you know, you can't like just see you later and go in your trailer or dressing room and come out when you're ready. I mean, it's the fans are what makes you who you are. What are the actors who are really good at that? Like, what do they do? I remember somebody gave me advice once, which was to say, you know, kind of thanking people, like always just sort of being grateful for the people you got to work with is, a, is kind of a safe bet when you're being interviewed. Like, oh, the director was amazing. Or oh, like, what are the, what, what do the clients of yours that do that well do? It's the ones that are always thanking their fans. Yeah, that's good. It's always right. thanking their fans. And realizing, you know, I mean, yes, thanking the crew and whatnot. Um, I'm I'm a huge Formula One fan. Mm -hmm. There's a driver by the name of Lewis Hamilton who was world champion last year. And when a when a driver, whatever happens in during a race, when they do well or at the end of the race, they're always thanking their crew. Mm -hmm. But Lewis Hamilton, no matter what, is always out there thanking the fans mm -hmm. and is always taking time to wave at the fans or go shake a, a, a hand of a fan 
or touch of it, whatever, because those are the ones that pay that pay for your salary. That's right. And it's the same thing for an actor. Same thing for a musician. It's the fans. If you don't have fans, I don't care how great you are. If you treat your fans like shit, they're eventually going to turn their back on you. Yeah. So I don't care what kind of day you're having or what kind of week you had. Be respectful and thankful for your fans. And let, so, the, and let them know that. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, I think we here in America in particular, we love humility. You know, it's like, it's humility, but with confidence. Like finding that yes. balance of humility and confidence is, you know, I think. I think important. every great actor has an arrogance about them mm-hmm. and has an ego mm-hmm. about them. And I've had to step back a couple times and, you know, because you kind of like bite your a manager bites his tongue a lot. You do? Why? Just they say things and you're like, eek. Yes. Yeah. But then when you take a step back and you go, if they weren't this way, mm. they wouldn't be who they are. Yeah. They wouldn't be as successful they are. And uh, Interesting. a lot of actors, once you get to know them or, or discover what their life was like, what mm-hmm. their upbringing was like, how can they be the way they are? I mean, I would be, I'd be miserable. There's one client I had that, you know, he, he had to sue his parents, get emancipated, and his parents took all his money from him. Oh, that's awful. I mean, if you can't trust your parents, who can you trust? Yeah, really. You know? Really. So, you know, well, people say stuff, and then I'll, like, stop them, and I'll kind of put them in their place and tell them something like, oh, I didn't know that. Right. Yeah. You didn't know that. Yeah. But that's how it is. Yeah. How it was. So you these successful, I mean, these actors, they have to, uh, I, I don't know how they read all their reviews, the bad reviews. I have a guy that reads everything. And I go, stop doing that. <laughs> you know, it, well, they're saying this. I know. But, you know, it's, you got to focus on the good, you know, yeah. and not the bad. And you just. You know, these guys keep their nose to the grind. I mean, even the best ones get shitty reviews. Of course. You know, I I couldn't do it. No, it's I hard, couldn't isn't do it? it? No. Yeah, it's great. But, yeah. but also what you're saying as a manager, I think is pretty incredible to be able to do. To, to work with somebody that closely and then to also see kind of the bigger picture of where they're coming right. from. That's a, yeah. that's, that's a big deal. That's no walk in the park. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, were there therapists? Were yeah. there Bell's bondmen if need be? I mean, <laughs> the manager is the one, the manager is the one that works closest with, you know, your clients. I'm so glad you said that. Yeah. Cause I was going to actually ask you, I think people sometimes come to LA and they're a little confused about the difference between an agent, agent and a manager. And yeah. Manager. And and do I need a manager? You know, will you will you speak well, to that a little bit? Well yeah. most agents that you know, that are that do well or worth a lot and do great jobs, they are interested in actors when they're making a certain amount of money right. per year, let's say. Or book certain kinds of roles. And and I think some agents kind of look at managers as ones that help develop mm-hmm. the artists or the actor. Um, managers, we do everything. Um, I would say we book them on shows, but I guess we're not legally allowed to do that nowadays, so I guess we don't do that. <laughs> sure. <laughs> wink, 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 nudge, nudge. Um, 
And we are the ones that maybe suggest what they shouldn't be doing in public sometimes mm -hmm. or um, what roles to take and not take. Mm -hmm. um, and where an agent's job is to bring you, to find stuff and bring it to you. And, you know, go out for this, go out for this. And then kind of their job is is done. I mean, some agents are very hand-on. And, and I know a few of them that are fantastic. And they're not just, you know, bringing you projects and being done. Um, but we're the ones that are usually on the sets more than the agents. Mm -hmm. One need be. Mm -hmm. um, we're the ones that get called at the end of the day because they're upset with how the director is being with them. Or we're the ones that are called by the producers because they're upset with what my client is doing and I have to sometimes go and be a peacekeeper or a mediator or a therapist oh or God. whatever needs to be done. It's a big job. It is a big yeah. job. Yeah. It's a it's a big job. How do you how do you have those conversations with your actors? It, you know, I'm I'm always honest with them, mm -hmm. whether they want to hear it or not. I I try never to be mean. But I, I disagree with my actors a lot, or my, some of my clients a lot. And some of them don't like that, but I deliver it in a way that hopefully they can see what I'm talking about and give them something to think about. And okay, I mean, that's, we're going to butt heads all the time. I mean, mm -hmm. that's just the nature of the beast. And at the end of the day, it's their call. You know, I work for them, they don't work for me. Mm -hmm. um, Unless I'm producing something, that's a whole different thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, and usually, I mean, my clients will, you know, they, they may get a little upset or, but but once they have a minute to think about it and really look at, you know, the overall picture, most of them make the right decision. Yeah, and I think they're, I mean, I think the smart ones, they're paying you for your honesty. You know, if you just said, oh, yes, yeah. sir, every time, well, you know what? What, are they, what are they getting from you? you know, That's... But there's, I was paid, uh, I was on a retainer from a very well-known actor that had a, you know, a music career, and I was, you know, they kind of hired us to be their music managers, but it was more consulting. Mm -hmm. And... Um, I eventually got fired because I told him not to sign this particular mm. recording contract. I said, they're, they're thieves. I, I wouldn't trust them. No, you're not going to do it. Yeah. He says, well, I really, I, I really want to do it. And I said, well, if, if you do it, you know, it's, I, I think you're making a huge mistake. Yeah. And so he decided to do it. We parted ways. And he said, well, there's, you know, nothing else for us to, you know, to continue. And I said, okay. Yeah. I got a call six months later and he said, you're right. I should have listened. To you. When people heard who this person was and the fact that he called me and said that, um, he said, are you there? And I said, hold on a minute. I just fell on the floor. Let me pick myself up and, and I'll be with you. And, but it's, it's a relationship where I could call him today yeah. because I wasn't a yes man. Yeah. yeah. But I didn't do it because, you know, out of spite or, Jealousy. I just, he realized it was the right, I was giving him the correct information. Yeah. And I wasn't just saying yes, like everyone else around him has yeah. done or probably still does to this day. Yeah. So they do, they do understand, you know, eventually. <laughs> so. 
I'd love to ask you one more thing before yes. we, that's to me a big question for probably a lot of people listening, um, which is as a manager, um, if you were just giving advice to people that reach out to, or that are reaching out to managers, trying to find an agent, trying to find a manager, what, like, how do you like to receive things? You know, is it just like a headshot, a co- like, do you like the personal, like to some, you know, do you referral? Like what's your sort of, you know, it's a, it's a hard thing for people to get agents and managers. Something so. unique. Yeah. Oh, something unique. Yeah. Cause I get every day, every day. Yeah. I get emails. I get stuff in the, you know, emails about I'm looking for an a agent, manager. a manager. Yeah. Of course, when I get, I try and at least look at all of them. That's nice. It, it's wonderful if they're actually working. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I had someone that a friend referred, and I said I'd meet with her. No headshots, no nothing. Oh, God, yeah. Have your package together. Yeah. Have something that, you know, whether it's, and I get stuff in the hard mail as well. Don't waste your money. Send electronically, please. Okay, good. Um, That's good. And, that is good, yeah. good and, advice, yeah. But have a link that I can push and look at a reel. Okay, good. I mean, so many actors. And if if you don't have a reel, make a reel. Do some scenes. Do something. Yeah. You know, I mean, everyone, the people that really want to do this are out creating content. Yeah. Um, and that's, I like to see people doing stuff regardless, not waiting for managers or agents to, to get them work. People that are creative and figure out a way to do stuff is what I like. I would imagine that's what everybody likes. I mean, that's, yeah. I think that's, yeah. But I mean, people, you'll get a headshot saying, I just got out of class and I'm looking for a manager. <laughs> okay, great. Well, what can I do with you at this point? You know? Yeah. You know, yeah. Well, there's a bazillion pretty faces out there. Yeah. A pretty face doesn't mean much. Yeah. It's kind of like what you were saying where you said, I can get you into the room. And then, right. then it's up to you. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so their preparation is key. So know, know what you're presenting. I mean, that's How to part prepare. of the prep right. is knowing what you're bringing. To and as a manager, let's say you get someone in a room and they're, they're getting called in and they're auditioning, auditioning, maybe even a callback, but they're not booking. Okay. Why aren't they booking? Mm. Then that's where we come and say, okay, what's not happening here? That should, why aren't you booking? Mm-hmm. We got to change something up, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and actors, actors should always be in class. Should always being should be doing things where they're meeting new people. They're you know rubbing elbows with people in their industry, and because you never know where that lead's going to come to that you're going to book. Yeah, that's great. So true. That's great. Oh, God. Where were you 20 years ago when I needed to know all this stuff? I know. Um, so we, we always like to end with, not to put you on the spot, but um, asking our guests if they have something that is unique to L.A., which we call an L.A.-ism, um, something that you only see in L.A. or that you've noticed is unique to L.A. What, <laughs> what makes me giggle yeah. is it'll get, oh, let's say maybe... Below 65 degrees <laughs> yeah. in Los Angeles. And people back east are talking about how warm, boy, they wish it was 65. Yeah. It gets 65 degrees or below in Los Angeles. And people are in their 
parkas and Uggs. <laughs> so true. That is very true. It's like, are I you kidding? I would be so one of true. those people. I mean, we I'm... We, like, bundle up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a short and fl- I'm, I'm just the opposite. I mean, I wear, I'm known for wearing shorts and flip-flops everywhere. Yeah. And back east, <laughs> we love cold, about you. I will wear shorts and flip-flops. Uh, apparently, I'll put on closed-toe shoes. I will wear Uggs. They have some nice... But, uh-huh. um, yeah, it's, it, that's what's crazy about L.A. They, they, you know... You're a surfer at heart, though. I am. You have to. Yeah, yeah. You feel like a surfer to me. I grew up here. This is what I'm about. I went to school in San Diego, and it was. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. We had the big crossing surfer signs on the campus. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So I was flip flops every single day. Yeah. Yeah. There he is. There you go. (laughs) Scott, thank you so much. Thank you. My pleasure. This is amazing. Good luck. Yeah. Thank you. It's happy to do it. Thanks so much for listening to Speak LA, the podcast. We know you have big actor dreams, and we really want to help you. For more insider tips on the LA film and TV industry, go to ispeakla.com and subscribe today. And of course, look for us at all the regular places, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. See you next time.